we're doing good. We're scrappy. And we showed up number 46 on film history. I genuinely think it's really cool what, you know, what you posted as far as our rankings go for, for what we do. For who we are, <laughs> I mean, know? we have like we haven't even gotten our real logo together. We haven't yet. gotten we haven't gotten our promo shit together. We're still figuring out our identity, and I, we're ranking. Hey, Victoria. Hey, Chelsea. You know what I could go for right now? What could you go for? This is gonna sound crazy. Um, I am craving just a breath of fresh movie. Me too. Ah, oh, perfect. I've heard long I've heard longer like like intro oh, song I have heard things like you horrible know horrible bumpers that go on for way too long. Yeah, I think if it's like a click 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 and now we're in the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what I, that's literally what i'm imagining i was not maybe, ever imagining a toilet flush but like yeah you can imagine like a lighter like a like i'm thinking like that or i, I think i'm just picturing a scene from uh female trouble that John oh, Waters yeah, yeah, movie yeah. where they're in the bathroom smoking and i think i'm I, bad yeah <laughs> fuck school who cares if we <laughs> fail <Fuck school. laughs> oh man i love classic that. um but uh, this week though we're not talking about female trouble no. Although I suppose if we were being really sexist, we could, we could easily. I mean, there are females in both films. That's the tie-in. That's the tie-in. This is a podcast in which we watch them. We. Yes. Me. me. Victoria Harley and thank Chelsea Pope. Oh, I'm Chelsea you. Pope. Victoria Harley's the other one. I'm the other one. Um, <laughs> it's hard to tell our voices apart. I acknowledge that. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I sound really like smart. We and then I'm like, like, oh shit, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, wait, no, I didn't fucking say that. That wasn't me. Oh, my God. We're vocal doubles. Like, cause it, like, like Victoria, sh- you know, like, I'll listen to, like, a, like, a, like, one of the clips. And I'm like, and it's where you're like, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, wow, I sound, like, so smart. And then all of a sudden I'll hear, I'll hear me, which is, which is this, which is like, and yeah, and like, you know, like. <laughs> like oh shit um i'm i'm the i'm i'm the um i'm the the gristle <laughs> and that's fine i'm okay with it i accept it you don't even have to you don't have to what say is, anything what is it what goes with the gristle what am i what goes with gristle butter butter know. is gristle I, breakfast gristle is like i thought that was i don't think gristle is what you i think gristle is like a texture it's like the chewy part of meat you're not supposed to yeah you're the you're the tenderloin oh oh that's generous <laughs> you're welcome each week we watch a movie that neither of us has ever seen before which can be challenging sometimes Some... because um victoria's watched a significant number of movies <sighs> just quit and i'm proud of her for it I'm not proud of myself, sure, but I'm glad that it forces us into these weird alleys because that is so much. I, lo- what the, I love it. It's what the mission of this thing is. Like, we're not gonna. I mean, if we do an obvious one, it's sure. kind of a huge like. Oh, I just really dropped the ball. Like, we never. I never. Well, saw yeah, Patton. we. we Patton, yeah, Patton. yeah. Well, that was a big one. Well, it was a big one for me too. Oh, there's a lot of major movies I haven't seen in, in but my life. But I feel life, like of but... all the ones we've done, Patton's that one I always point to as like that was the most obvious foray that like obvious we've never seen thing there's sure. probably way more that we just have but we but that, that is a big one because even with everything we do watch and the principle of what you know the the the, the uh mission yeah. statement of our podcast to try new Patton things is yeah. a significant one that we can reference it's, i mean you know the reality is like we're both a couple ladies yeah hosting a podcast not even our generation when we're watching artsy stuff even yeah. for watching high profile oscar whatever you know it's like that Patton i would rank as a top 10 americana hyper masculine film that's true and yeah. for us to have taken that on within like the first i think five episodes that we did yeah it was number five I number think. it was number five there you yeah. go we want <laughs> we're not afraid to, yeah we're not we're, we're gonna we're gonna take on and like we've watched stuff that we hated and that's not and Patton's not one of those actually we no, actually we enjoyed love that Patton. a lot of mad props to Patton. oh my god we related so hard that was a Patton. solid fucking movie that was a great movie you know it's so easy for us in our lives to fall into patterns of comfort i will watch 
the same YouTube videos, TV shows, musical clips, ad nauseum for the rest of my life because it's easy and life's hard. And it's so, and, 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 you know, (laughs) you do my little violin. Just, but, but just because life's hard doesn't mean that there isn't value in exposing ourselves to high and low forms of art yep. that are going to expand our consciousness. And I don't, I, I don't know. There's no way of not saying this in a way that's going to ultimately sound, I guess, pretentious or grandiose yeah. or whatever, but ultimately like okay. I, what life's short. I want to experience different flavors. Yeah. This is, you know, remind yourself the many things a movie can be. Exactly. And like the many aesthetics, the many feeling. I, and, and going back to Patton, like, that is a movie I never would have taken the time to watch outside of the context of this. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad I had that experience <laughs> for better or worse. There were certainly times I was watching. I was like, this is long, but <laughs> I'm so glad it is that long. in my life I had that experience you saw it. because yeah. that was a now you can fucking go to- phenomenal performance. And now you can go toe to toe with anybody about Patton, George Let's C. Go. Scott. Let's go. George C. Scott. What a champ. I <laughs> like that he's one of the icons in our in our universe. In our universe? I mean, in well, you know. our cinematic universe here. Yeah, we've Breath tasted a bunch of different flavors of ice cream so far. Yeah, and I mean, uh, today's is just as, as different and interesting. Um, yes. Of course, last week we also did a pretty contemporary movie. We're doing another sort of contemporary yes. movie this week, which people have... A, Definitely have a, a maybe have had right? a chance of seeing. Yeah, you know, um, I agree with. Not that. everyone listens to us with like the love and adoration of like I'm gonna watch whatever they suggest. Like I get that yeah. people. Come I mean, with, you should like you what's should, wrong with you? But people come not. to us for the episode they want to hear. I get that. I get. So, like, I get that. That's the gateway. This is a long like the game. case for a lot of podcasts. It's a long game for us. Yes, we we trust that you're gonna come for the thing you like and then stay for the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're a good party host. Um, so today's <laughs> movie is The Farewell, directed by Lulu Wong. Uh, this came out in 2019. Before I get into like our director and her background and the mm-hmm. genesis of this, I'm just... First impressions. First impressions. I yeah. mean, it was one of those movies that I think I put off, not so much because of any any, any uh, language barrier or any of that, you know, because I watched, I watched Parasite pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I think knowing what the subject matter was ahead of time, I was a little avoidant because I knew this was going to be an emotional undertaking, which again, this is part of what our podcast is about is that we're exposing ourselves to the things that maybe we're putting off because it seems like not to call the farewell broccoli literally, but like it's, was I ready for the emotional experience? No, but was it one that I'm so glad that I took the time to take absolutely that's it's, good it's called a comedy drama but it's it was really it was emotional and i cried oh no same um this movie triggered me in a lot of ways yeah um and yeah i think that you know unconsciously i probably did avoid it for similar reasons um we yeah. both we both lost a parent to cancer so yeah. you know it's you, you're confronted constantly with reminders that cancer is a thing that exists and kills yeah, people. Just that, 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 you, um, you get inured to it. But a, a but family a, member be getting sick and just that, that, that just that a journey was so relatable and and uh, and it hurt and it and yeah. Anyway, no, <laughs> keep I keep going. I'm no, sorry. I, compl- no, I had I, nothing else to add other than just yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, no, I completely understand. It's um, I agree. I'm glad I saw it though. No regrets. Yeah, none at all. And. Um, you know, I like to, I guess one way to get into it is I love to talk about titles. Yeah. I'm trying to like remember to talk about them. Um, and there's a lot of messaging that comes through just in the titles. Yeah. One, that this is this is a bilingual, bicultural experience. Like everything. Tricultural, actually, That's in a way. True. Which right. I was kind of like, oh, okay, there you go. You mean like because of the, the Japanese The Japanese inclusion? fiance, which yeah. is, uh, plays, a, plays a role. No, you're right. A bit. It is, you're right. Um, More bilingual, really, I mean, but still. But no, no, good call. It's, it's uh, cool to see that. The, I, I was pleased to I was see too, yeah. that there was. You can, I, I was fascinated to watch that there was this overlap on three levels going on. That was yeah. cool. You don't see that a lot. It's a good reminder to Americans to know that there are people who emigrate to other countries. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not all, it's not, not just everyone all comes, about America. Not everyone I, I liked when here. that was discussed. Yeah, not everyone I, comes here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, and, and yeah, the, the tension between the East and the West and China yes. and America and, you know. Yes. Th- this is about worldviews in yeah. conflict. And, it, and what I love is that it poses so many questions 
that I still don't feel resolved about. Yeah. And that's why it's so good. It gets inside you like a little like a little parasite. Which a is little not parasite. Oh, uh, I see what you did. But uh, I mean in a in a good it's so concealed. Like I think what mm. my first some of my first impressions was, wow, I've never seen emotional repression so well dramatized. Yes. Oh yeah. I th- I so nail on the head with that because I felt from top to bottom this film was so emotionally honest. And we can we can do this now or go later, but I, yeah, I will no, no, say with Aqu- Aquafina and the rest of the cast, oh, the cast everyone's fabulous. performance was so emotionally uh raw but not in a heavy-handed i'm out to win an oscar this is my oscar winning five minute bit like thing it was you know it was so honest and just you know i i feel like there's so much content about wayward millennials Mm -hmm. about people in their 20s to 30s who feel lost who are struggling and i think you know obviously aquafina's character in this whose name is billy by the way which i just want to say as an as an aside i love when a female character's name is billy i just think it's so fun i love that too as inherently i'm like oh i get the vibe you're going for and i'm i'm here for it you know but uh you know i felt like she conveyed that in a way that didn't feel like a sticky sort of um secondhand broad city whatever mm-hmm. saying like it was very honest it was really grounded i yeah. love the moment when she passes by you know at the at the, at the opening scene when she's talking with her non or nine nine uh, i'm saying it wrong you know but uh it's okay i loved when she the opening that that opening scene she's they're talking and you get very quickly what this relationship is yeah. which is carrying that supersedes expectations that supersedes yeah. any yeah. sort of pressure or and that permeates throughout the film and and i and i you really feel that yeah with why this relationship matters so much to to billy and and how important it is that there's someone in her life who isn't projecting where she should be yeah and what she what what she has or hasn't accomplished like like that is if you have someone in your life like that like important call them and tell them thank you because yeah. that is so powerful. And oh. I, I'm tearing up just thinking about that because that's so precious. Sure. No, no, no. I, um, I completely understand. Yeah, that no, that was I'm, big for there, me because there were lots of moments where. So the premise of this whole film is that um, a grandmother uh, in this family yeah. has been diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, and so the family and she's uh, she lives in China and her sister is told, uh, and then the family is told. But the woman who actually has the cancer is not told. Yeah. Um, and because this is actually, you know, a more common practice there, uh, it's thought that it's the family's duty to carry the emotional burden and that's yeah. a lie, that it's a good lie and, and that you do this to give them the gift of like not having this thing on them in their last days. And and so they decide, yeah. let's, they basically f- more or less force um billy's only cousin to marry his girlfriend who he's only been with for about three months because that is the pretext for getting the entire family over to china so they can see their grandmother that's what the real that's what the real uh reason for this this gathering is exactly disguised as this sort of semi-rushed wedding and then even the grandma's like well, we gotta, we gotta lie. We say it's a year. Listen, so six months. We say six, six months. A year. And then we they're like, well, if you're gonna say six months, you might as well say yeah, a year. Exactly. If we're gonna lie. I love really that lie. scene. Yeah. And the grandmother uh, is, you know, she's taking it upon herself to also throw this wedding. Like, because to her, right? Like, it's a big oh, yeah. wedding. She's like, and she, I sent all these invitations. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, God. Yeah. No one, everyone's <laughs> trying to keep it cheap. And she's like, no, no, we have a proper banquet. We do that. And it was, no, yeah, it was really it's very f- endearing. I must, uh, yeah, watching this, I, I had this like, s- this little germ of a thought of like god i would love to go to a wedding in like every culture yeah <laughs> you know, right like, um, that was fun to, that was very fun to watch too right? like big a, what, what a treat and, just oh, seeing you know i mean I, you know that the cultural specificity of mm-hmm. this film mm-hmm. was uh oh like so me it, and my 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 white you know american tv latchkey raised ass like really appreciated oh yeah every detail no, of same this. like it, it's a beautiful window into a world that it's a human story it's like none of this is is foreign you know i mean that's yeah and i will uh, and i we can talk a little bit more about the film but you know one of the things that when this film premiered at sundance to great critical acclaim there was a bidding yeah. war over who was going to get to distribute it a24 ended up getting the agreement and a lot of that had to do with uh, lulu wong felt that 
and and they delivered on this but she they were going to market this as an american film Mm-hmm. This is a film about an American family. Yeah. And because America can be many fucking things. I love that. And so that spirit is so important to this film. I'm grateful for that too. Cause even when we, when we had discussed and put this in yeah. our queue of films to watch, it mm-hmm. felt more accessible. And so I think that's very strategic. I think that was yeah. a really wise choice. Yeah. Because you know, you know, something like to pander to someone. Oh like no, me. <laughs> no. Something like 70 to 80%. I think I read of the film is in Mandarin. You yeah, know, it's it doesn't make sense for this family and this grandmother to speak English to each other. And yeah. when Lulu Wang was trying to get this film made, it took her a long time. Yeah. And the first couple of times she approached, you know, American financiers and they were like they wanted to put a white character in it to anchor around it or they wanted which would make no sense yeah none at all what or they wanted billy to be the one who has to get married to give her more i know and it just goes on and then so she said all right well to hell with that i'm gonna film this thing in china anyway maybe i'll go get financiers from china and she got a lot of really similar notes because their industry takes notes from our industry and it it just she really abandoned the idea for a while but um what's interesting is that she Got it. So a little bit about this director. I think it's a good point. Please. Start talking about Lulu Wang. Um, So she was born in Beijing and similar to the main character in this film, uh, when she was six years old, her family moved to the United States. Uh, Her father, before they moved, was a diplomat, a Chinese diplomat to the USSR. Her mother was the former editor of the Beijing Literary Gazette. Hmm. Um, And then they come to Miami, Florida, because her father is pursuing a PhD uh, at the University of Miami, I think. I guess that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read a few interviews with her and she described how difficult it is for her mother, you know, to have this incredible facility and this gift for language. Yeah. That's all taken from you when you go to another country where you yeah. don't speak that language. And I think about this all the time as somebody who, you know, mostly is a writer, you know, like yeah. mostly applies my trade that way through language how you become functionally an infant, like in another culture. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you... This, and then, you know, and and, and uh, as a jumping off point to to addressing that mother character in the film. Yeah. And I felt like this really, on the whole, did such a wonderful job portraying that dynamic in yeah. a very, you know, I think that another comparison that would be fair in that dynamic would be mm-hmm. Lady Bird in sure. that conflict oh, between yeah, yeah. mother and daughter and that they're, they're both, I think, very in the right respectively yeah. based on their perspectives. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but the mother the way she explained why things had been done the way they've been done, you know, and and, and Aquafina her understandable, you know, upset Billy's Billy's upset about this mm-hmm. situation about their lifestyle change and, yeah. and everything that the fallout that came from that and her mm-hmm. mother and talking about you know how she's handled grief and yeah and how she's had to handle not trying to compartmentalize this this pain and but then Aquafina's character Billy talking about how that's affected her negatively that yeah. that's been withheld from her yeah, that yeah. lack of communication and that's yeah. I thought that push and pull was like so well captured yeah. um, down to the the end of the film when they're you know towards the end of the film when they're when they're riding away to the the airport together the two of them tearing up side by oh, side was yeah. so but like so tender but also like not together together but and they're looking you know, separate yeah. and they're away but there's they're having their own separate I mean, the, worlds and it's yeah you know and it's, also it's, i mean i think there is like a moment where the mother specifically is like what do you want me to cry yeah and the fact that she, but she needs me, does, do you need me to perform for us yeah. she had a very different relationship she with did. grief no and i i liked the 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 bareness of that like i liked, she, she, I liked like there's they, even some line where she's like you know they hire professional criers that's yeah. so stupid <laughs> and i hate that too the was, which ah. by the way i i uh I've had depression like a long time. Yeah. I would be a great professional crier. I'm yeah. just going to say. Uh, I'll a, hire you for my yeah. next. Uh, I'm a good weeper. My next wake. Yeah, don't I promise. Worry. I mean, not so much the wailing, just the production sure. of tears. Sure, sure, so sure. I can do it just like that. Yeah, on, on call. Let's go. Just in case you wanted to know. I love it. Um, I thought about that when I was watching this movie. <laughs> I was like, professional crier. Okay. I think it's so, but like, it's so accurate too. And it also kind of low key reminded me of, um, not low key, but like, it reminded mm. me of. Uh, the stranger a little bit when she was like, yeah. "Oh, and people think you're a bad person if you don't cry for yeah. your for your your mother's funeral or whatever, your father's yeah. funeral." And it's like that's literally, you know, like she she just expressed a, a very valid point, which is yeah. that there is a performative element to grief 
the funerals to oh, these yeah. shared spaces oh. that you have with people when someone does pass away and, and as some you know when i'm sitting you know i i don't speak on your behalf i will mm-hmm. say from when my mother passed away that line really resonated with me when when the mother talked about everyone was looking at me yeah and i was yeah. like that when my mother passed away and i was at her funeral i just felt like everyone's, everyone's eyes were on me and my sister and like my sister went up and talked and said a bunch of pithy stuff and it's like you know i love her and every, we we have a strange relationship it's its own thing but like she was saying all her stuff and as that's happening i'm feeling everyone looking back and forth back and forth yeah and i'm just like i the 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 um You're like, repressed anger that builds up in that in that situation um no i because how dare you place expectations on me at a time like this no Fuck it, you. It, the things that we demand mourners to like go through for yeah. others is really sick it is it's, and we, we don't and, we and don't, i we, i really empathize with the yeah. the mother and and the choices that were made and by simultaneously i understood where billy was coming from but also her mother was not wrong in her choices no and that's you what know? i love about this movie is that like there is no right or wrong answer yeah here. there's this these is, different just sort of cultural perspectives yeah this is this is really um Again, I like that lack of resolution. Or, yeah. I mean, like isn't really the right word. I think it's like the lack of resolution feels the the lack of resolution. The character That's, is it's true. I, she, I, it was honest. It was really yeah. honest, and this film was honest. And she doesn't come back like okay, and everything's, everything's all fine. fixed. No, no, it's not. It's it, nothing's nothing's fixed. It is what it is, and that's and yeah. that's the reality of when when a loved one is dying. Or, yeah. or dies in your life. And just, it, it is. And you exist. It's this finality. Like that this whole film, you know, of course it begins with that interesting little title based on a yeah. a true or, or a lie or based on a real, like, <laughs> yeah. of course I didn't fucking get it right. Based on a lie. That's okay. Based I, on a true I, story. You got um, better than I would have. I, I learned though that, so this film, you know, this really was an experience that Lulu Wong had yeah. with her family. And she described like going and trying to sort of make a documentary about it or something as a way to hide behind the work. And that she was like, yeah, the footage was totally useless. However, she ended up adapting the story uh, for This American Life. Right, yeah, in 2016, I saw that. it's yeah. called um, the the episode was called "What You Don't Know," and it, it was it had some audio from that experience, but it was all about this story. And uh, you know, this producer heard it, and development started on the film. So she had been trying to get this made like a long time ago, and had all those mm-hmm. problems with trying to get money. But then she does this other iteration that's very factually based. You know, it's it's this they treat it like journalism. Yeah, and everything's fact checked and. Um, and she has this audio piece and that that episode, in addition to like catching the attention of people who were like, this should be a film. Um, it also became kind of like a really useful pitching tool for these actors that she wanted to work with because they could hear this piece and hear the father like making this joke or saying yeah. this thing. And yeah. it just apparently made the whole process like a lot more successful. And it's just um it's just an interesting lesson that like, right, iterate, 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 yeah. like, because you just need somebody to, to see it and its potential and to develop it further. Like, no, yeah. no idea is like ever really done, you know? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I found that very encouraging. Um, and I mean, her in general, she's an interesting woman. Um, you know, she did another film before this called Posthumous in 2014 that was sort of a broad comedy, but it didn't really go anywhere. And she didn't think she was going to make another film. Uh, and she got involved in a, a, a sort of, um, I don't know, like a mentorship program through Sundance for people trying to make a second film. Uh, got, again, the attention for this American life story and sort of put this thing together. But her background is, you know, she studied at college, like literature and music. Like she was a classically trained pianist mm. uh, and thought maybe that was going to be her career. That makes sense. And there's, right, that's a character detail in the film, yeah. which I love that moment where she's that playing the piano. That was lovely. Oh, that was really lovely. on her face. The, the build up to that and that whole dinner table conversation and the mom describing, you know, the, the oh. church interaction. And oh. the, there's a, again, you know, the mom's talking about the anger she has about expectations. And that's the thing is like, I can understand that intergenerational anger well, as far as like the hypocrisy, when you see that and yeah. you're like, well, you experience this. Why are you doing this to me now? You know, she's like talking about, Oh, you know, like she, this and her piano. And then at the end of that conversation, she, and you know, they're like, Oh, how's your piano going? She's like, 
I quit. Yeah, I stopped and she's picking out her food, and then it, and then the piano. And I'm like, oh fuck, she's playing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, playing she that piano. Playing that shit. No, and, and I, it's beautiful and it's kind of somber, but it has energy. Oh, yeah. It's driving. Oh like, no, I mean, in that moment, I was like, fuck, musicians have the right idea. Like that emotional, <laughs> immediate emotional expressiveness yes. of music. I I felt like a pang of envy in that moment for like, yeah. damn, I wish one. I mean, I can play a little guitar, but it's. You know. I was just thinking that too. I'm like, I, you know, watching that, and then after the fact, I was like, man, I'm, I'm not procreating, for good reason. But if I ever did, yeah, there are very, there are only like a few things that I would strongly encourage my child. I, would, no, I wouldn't want them to have a hard life, but I would strongly encourage them to find an instrument they loved and just play the fuck out of it, yeah. and, and also maybe it, speak just, another language. Yeah, get to, bilingual as fuck. Bilingual, <laughs> can play bilingual an as fuck. No, it's true. I I knew um, one of my friends in college. Her dad, uh, he was a pharmacist, but he played the guitar yeah. and very well and knew a bunch of songs. And that was kind of one of the the things for his daughter was like, uh, don't date a guy who can't play an instrument because I love that because they a guy who can't play an instrument isn't disciplined enough to like handle a woman oh man I love that <laughs> which I'm like whoa that's good we Your talk about parental awesome. wisdom up yeah. in here thematically speaking that's I'm like some, that's some good stuff I mean I must admit I feel like the better dudes I've known yeah could play an instrument yeah I mean it's I not think a guarantee I mean there's it, a lot it, of asshole musicians sure but um, oh yeah but i, I at, the, at its core understandably as far as people getting attracted to musicians it's like i you know i see yeah. that There's in, a lot in of any reasons. sense i see someone who's highly skilled at something that takes a level no, of discipline exactly. takes a level of no humility trial and error no seriously like women are up. attracted to any well not i'm mean, gonna say just women but people yeah. are attracted you know or at least tiff well we talked about this before the show sure. are do men ever love women for their poetry <laughs> i don't know <laughs> don't know we don't know i just know i just know typically like a lot of you're attracted to somebody right who has the discipline who's like performing well in their field whatever the fuck it is yes i don't know well no it's true i mean it's true one thing i thought was super interesting i learned about lulu wong was that um so like i said she studied music and literature not film but then she saw the movie secretary (sighs) and that was what made her want to be a filmmaker that's awesome i love that movie i fucking love secretary oh james spader i fucking love no secretary is such a in so many ways it's a simple and complex story at the same time aesthetically chef's kiss (laughs) uh i love that i love that movie because it's all about what isn't said yeah that movie is Everything that is not said, How it's interesting almost, the dialogue is, is, is almost entirely secondary to the physicality the yeah. and the subtext of everything. But how interesting is that, that she was so inspired by that? And this film also has like a certain amount of concealment. Yes. Everything is very concealed. It's, the about, humor. What it's about what is and isn't said. Yeah. The humor is concealed. Like yes. the, the emotions are concealed. It's very... There's a performative element in yeah. both of those. Like I totally see that parallel. That's interesting. And... Um, I can understand that appreciation and understanding of when and why someone may emotionally resist or repress mm-hmm. or withhold. Yeah. And the significance of that, how that affects another person. That, that push and pull between someone who is, for all their justified reasons, repressing yeah. and the other who is insistent on communication yeah. and directness. Cause that, that is a film that ultimately comes to a head when it, when, you know, mm-hmm. you have Maggie who's like, I love you. I, I want this. I want this now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prove it. And James, and you know, there's just this hesitant, there's just so much trepidation yeah. going, the push and pull. Ugh. And it is a little bit gener- intergenerational too. Cause you can tell he's, he's a bit older mm-hmm. and, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I am not against that. I'm not against an age gap. Love is love, whatever. But it, I think it ties into the farewell in terms of the value of yeah. communication and relationships. No, oh, totally. And what that means to to each side and to and to give valid credit and to not overly. I mean, you know, we're watching this film, and yes, of course, the 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 it is from Billy's perspective on the whole. Mm-hmm. But I do not feel shafted in the same way too with Lady Bird because I think there's there's quite a strong connection there. Yeah, I did not feel that like Laurie Metcalf's character was shafted in terms of her feeling in terms of her being properly conveyed oh, no. in the right for what she was doing totally. as a mother. No, I mean it's it's interesting because I guess in the um, radio piece it was all from 
you know, not Billy, but uh, Lula's perspective. Sure. But in this, you know, in, in trying to make this more of a yeah. fictionalized version of things, it's like we have to make choices. Like, you know, it's not all from her perspective because we begin in the hospital. You're so right. With yeah, the sister right. and Nai and Nai. Um, and also, I just want to mention, the, those titles appear over that enormous painting that's in the hospital waiting room. Yeah. I, I didn't, like, know what we were, it, until we saw it again. Yeah. And it's, like, framed. I just want to say, there's so many frames in this movie that feel... Um, this like there's this, this formality. There's the kind of this yes. like lineup, and we we it's were very intentional. Very Every intentional. shot is so intentional. Like, and, and sometimes yes. the the perspective of the camera and the way the camera is surprises you. Like, there's a there's because it's always it's like a limited frame. It's limited perspective. Like, there's scenes. I, I love the sequence of scenes. Yeah, where um the young couple that's getting married are getting their mm-hmm. photos taken. But that's not what the scene is. No. The scene is about Billy and Nai Nai talking. And, and that's literally happening in the background. But there, there's this way it's introduced where they're in the foreground. They see it happening in the background. And then the next shot kind of shows us, oh, they're sitting on this sofa. And wherever the camera would have been, like, there's no way a camera could be there now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is getting very silly. But like, no, it's no, it's it's th- it's, it's in, again, it's very intentional. And yeah. It, and it and invokes were, a mood. There were a lot of shots out of the back or at least two or three times there were shots out of the back of a cab, you know, yeah. that, that were just you saw you didn't see any of the cab. You just see the, saw them. the perspective from it. Yeah. And I don't know. There were a lot of. There were a lot of deliberate camera placements that really I I liked. I mean, they felt you were inserted in it. Yeah, you know, like you're really put amongst it. And and I, there's the moment where they're taking the picture together, where mm-hmm. the fiance, the cousin, the male cousin getting married, oh. is having his emotional breakdown. And there's a number of you know for all of the. Probably the 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 flack that Billy's getting. Oh, everyone, she's everyone loses it so much. Better everyone than. loses their shit. Like the uh, the so much projection. One of the the son who went to Japan. Yeah, he lose he breaks down on stage yeah, in front exactly. of everybody, and it's and and everyone's kind of like oh, it's awkward. Yeah, we're, we're we you know like uh, as viewers, I credit to to Billy for how she handles that right. and the emotional maturity that that takes. Yeah. Although those first moments when she first shows up. At, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the I, hesitancy, I was like, I oh, was like, oh is she going to give the game She's going to blow it up. Yeah, I really was nervous. Like, even though I was like, I know there's a whole movie still they do to set go, that up. But they do set that up. They're they stacking were, the glasses. They really are. Gonna fall, like, I mean, for sure. I mean, they straight up say it in that scene where you learn what's happening, yeah. you know, in the bedroom. And it, they're like, you'll give it away. Like, you're too yeah. emotional. I was like, oh, OK, that's the thing. It, it also just made me appreciate the film that much more. Oh, that I that's agree. not what it was. Oh, I agree. I, I love l- that so much same. that it was, you know, she's running down the street I to so. stop those test results yeah. from getting out. That was and great. I loved Once I you, loved you that she, development. You knew she was committed to the lie at that point. Yeah. Um that her, and, her acceptance and understanding yeah. of that. And there's like a great moment even when they find out that she's in the hospital again. Yeah. And they're just trying to figure is this the right way, Dad? Yeah. Is this the right way? Oh, <laughs> like are we going the right so way? Much. And like, and, and, and she she's she was so needed there. Yeah. when it comes when it really oh, what yeah. it all really comes down to is that had she not been there yeah it would have gotten fucked up probably Absol- if, if anything yeah. she t- was the reason that everything got okay. she needed yeah. to be there and and, and uh yeah. and i think that there is an understanding whether or not you know so the mom and her don't make eye contact in the in the car together but i think there's it a, is there is i think there is an unspoken understanding that meeting in the middle somewhere yes yeah, that totally. there there was a necessity for billy to be there yeah. To help carry the burden that that yeah I think was crushing them. There was that whole thing, um, the bird inside the apartment. Yes, was that? I mean, that felt like. I mean, not that we. That was to, something, right? We have to pick it apart, but that sure. was like a symbol. It felt right. like right, like she just. It happened in America, and then it happens in China. And I don't know. It was just. It's. I wondered, and at the very end with the birds, the birds where she's saying off. the ha, she does the ha in New York. And the birds fly away in the complex in in, yeah. in China. That's that's it. Which I thought I was like, oh, that's powerful. That that's connection, that connection is powerful. I feel like that. Fuck me, my little degree. But I, <laughs> I would interpret the bird as a connection to heritage or the past, to her roots, to her, to her, um, to her family. 
Yeah. I think the fact that the birds react on the other side of the other side of the world to yeah. what she's doing here. Yeah. Is at least what's been implied. Yeah. Or that it's not necessarily her doing that, but it's her Nana doing that mm-hmm. in Japan in uh china while she's like at the same time you know in your the, the idea that there is this connection mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is permeating the fact that yeah there's the bird that's in new york as well as the bird is in in china i think my interpretation would be that the bird would be representative of yeah of heritage and um that personal connection you have with your own history with your own family basic as that might sound but sorry to be distracted what did no, you you're just eat it's a kitty that better have been a roach or something what the fuck did you just eat is your childhood home still standing probably well yeah. i had a i had a few of them because i i don't remember any of my childhood homes before i lived in an apartment complex in ontario california and then a house in rancho cucamonga for a number of years i know it's still standing mm-hmm. um it was not a great house <laughs> yeah i mean we don't all have like yeah a, some great ancestral home that no we've but before it was just it was yeah something that came up you know in the the long list of things that have been taken yeah. from billy or she feels that she has lost i um, do i do know the house still stands yeah but i uh i have no a yeah. re- relation to it other than you know i just know that at one point we we moved out of that home to a home up the hill mm-hmm. and then my mother and the sort of de facto stepfather sort of semi stepfather not quite that we'd been living with um uh they broke up but the thing is is he was kind of like the primary source of income holding the whole fucking thing up so mm-hmm. like then we were sort of pushed into a position where we needed to move into the next guy, which I think was my mom's own strategy. Cause she had already been hooking up with and like wanted us to move in with this other guy who had a house, uh, also up the hill, but it was a crappier house for sure. <laughs> um, but we moved in with him. But anyway, long story short, I do remember my childhood home. It does still stand. Mm. And it's sad that, uh, it is in a very literal sense, a place I can never go back to. Yeah, even if it still exists as a physical place, it's gone. I can never go back. It's always gone, yeah. yeah. And I mean, in this case, you know, it, it seems change has become so rapid, you know, in this place that the, the childhood home is gone, the whole yeah. neighborhood isn't even there. Um, that's not, you know, many people experience that, but there's also a lot of people who have very strong ideas about, you know, what their where what their roots mean what do roots yeah. mean you know well, yeah and like absolutely are they physical for some people yeah it's both it's both and there's like a lot of questions and and on un- again that unsettling like literally in a, well maybe it's not literally unsettled but kind of like the when we say like we feel like rootless or we feel you know these are people who settled themselves out of their home country yeah. and came and became very uncomfortable it's somewhere a lot else. to take on yeah it's a hell of a lot um and yeah i don't know i thought that was interesting i i also thought um there's a lot of i feel like there's so much question about morality around mortality yeah like it feels like that's the fundamental what's the right thing to do and like you know what and i I like at one point there's sort of an articulation of like you people in the west and i don't think they say you people but they they acknowledge that you think your life like only belongs to you Mm mm-hmm and it doesn't. It belongs to other people as well. Absolutely. And I mean, that feels like a, a fairly obvious thing to say. No, but there, there's there, there's a lot going on with that statement. Yeah. And, and while I ultimately agree with it, I can understand the conflict that comes with that as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah. I think because, <laughs> I mean, not to like pin it all on this, but yeah, we're, we're coming from a much more individualistic culture. And we're, yes. we're kind of seeing, right, like there, there, are, there are some intense downsides to that. Um, more communitarian cultures, there are also intense downsides to that. Like, I'm yeah. sure. However, watching this, I when I heard that line, it made me think about something I've been seeing a lot of um, since people have started dying from a virus, of which COVID, is yeah. there are people who, you know, like to 
they find it funny when somebody who is unvaccinated and like was vocally anti-vax then dies yeah the people people sort of well they well they act like it's not funny but they also love to use that as like an opportunity for them to build some sort of clout to support their own platforms ideology whatever of, it is uh, it's a political see, look, yeah. look at this schadenfreude. It's like, no, but like, it is also very heartbreaking at the same time. It's, I mean, there's, just, there's I, a lot going on I there. I think when I see that stuff, I, I mostly just think like, oh, you think death just happens to one person. Yeah. And it doesn't. Like, how do you know that like their sister, their wife, their it's mother really tragic. isn't like begging them or it doesn't find their behavior concerning it's it's like knowing it's like having a family member who's like addicted to drugs or something you know yeah. it's, i'm not saying anti-vaxxers is the same thing they have an addiction no to but I, you know that that but, i will say like on a political level i did appreciate that this is this, i guess this is a deeper cut and it is a political thing and it is me showing mm -hmm. my cards a little no, bit but like what a surprise shocker i'm a democrat but like you know when when uh, one of the debates uh, is either the first or the second one and Trump was trying to lay into Biden about about Hunter and his drug problems. And and, um, you know, Biden talked about, well, you know, this many number of Americans, we all have a loved one who suffers from that or this yeah. or that, you know, it's and, and the reality is, is that we can't control an individual's choices. Yeah. You know, and I'm someone who's connected to a number of, of folks in my life who've had substance issues, myself yeah. included. And and um there is there's no reveling in like there's no reveling in that downfall yeah, there's no there's not no, there's it's truly not nothing it, there it's not fun for anybody <laughs> there's and, nothing there and i don't know i think there's a kind of just really short-sighted attitude and uh we don't want anyone to die from this virus sometimes it does take a level of empathy to acknowledge that and sometimes yeah. it's so easy to emotionally divorce yourself from someone else's problems. Oh my God. You know? No, of course. I mean, a lot of times people don't care about an issue until it affects them personally. Right. And then suddenly, oh, you know, now I'm worried about it. Oh, now it. I care. The film, you know, it, it was filmed in China and I, I saw some interviews with cast members who, they were so like eager to get back there. They were so like, oh, I miss it. It was so much fun to be there. Um, but then, you know, on the other hand, I've also read interviews with the director where she can only say so much about the way the government is there um, because she has family there. Yeah. And if she's to speak too, too too much about it, they could it could put them in some real trouble and some danger. And, you know, that's that's an unsettling reality as well. You yeah. Know, it's not. And that's a kind of addressed in the film. It is. To, to a degree. It, yeah, it is. And, and they do. I mean, that, again, that's what makes this film so wonderful is that it, it's about it's about so many things and so much of it seems to be about an immigrant story. And the film ends, of course, with this uh, sort of reassuring image where we see that the real Nai Nai, that this whole thing is based on, uh -huh. was still alive, like at the time of the film being released. And I Six believe years. still is. Yeah. Like I, I was trying to discover, is she is she still with us? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen anything. I, I heard a number of interviews still going strong. But as recently as 2019, the grandmother still doesn't know what this movie is actually about wow. because they still haven't told her. Wow. That she, had, she doesn't know that she has. So, so every yeah. time, and every time like the film would get a little more, more popular, the family would be like, Oh, are we, do, what, what, are what we do we do? I, well, I, I wondered that. And I also am thinking in relation to the film, a question, it's an open question, I guess. Sure. Did you feel watching this film did you think at any point perhaps the grandmother did know and didn't want to burden them mm. with her knowledge mm. and the subsequent guilt that mm. they would have to uh, grapple? And I don't think she would intentionally, just as I don't think the family would you know, intentionally want to hurt her with withholding that information, I don't think she would want to intentionally hurt them by burdening. There's a lot of with emotional withholding for the sake Everybody's of someone else's each other's feelings. Yeah, it's protection. Yeah. And there's a part of me that thinks that, especially if, as it was established in the film, she had withheld that information from her own husband. Yeah. Um, right, right. She's understand. I have a feeling, I would have a feeling how could that you if not she's, be so she's suspect? following yeah. with these results, but by the same token, I also think if she were to really know, like, I, I don't know when the deciding point would be for me for I her mean, to have I'm, known, but she'd known throughout. It seems like it would be a little bit cruel to put them in a position where they have to keep put 
yeah. perpetually holding I mean, withholding it from her. I'm just but like, like how how are the, I don't know. Is it not being I guess it's not being treated or like I'm just like I don't know how you can keep how do you keep the secret going? And I mean she doesn't yeah. apparently her grandmother in real life like doesn't I mean she doesn't really get much news in the like the situation she's in like i mean they've managed to actually keep this from her and there's also this continual debate of like well but we don't know like oh like, what does if, she actually know though is the I, thing I, I hear what you're saying i hear your question about like fun- foundation and is there sort of a mutual withholding that's happening i don't know i mean i thought i had to think that life, a few times like, especially by the time she's reading this and she's a, and the, the yeah. reading the the photocopied shadow benign shadows, nine shadows thing again and just like yeah. you know from the beginning at the beginning of the film she's like what the fuck is that you know like yeah, what, yeah. not what the fuck but you know she's but like no, what I, is that spiritually yeah because um, it's silly and i mean um i know that like right when the family leaves at the end you know she's she's sort of waving goodbye and and is overcome emotionally in a way that like could just be right because you haven't had your children all together like this before i i Um, certainly watched that scene but the implied subtext that she maybe did know what was coming yeah and all of her reassurance to billy on the way out was oh we'll see each other again even though right they both knew they wouldn't both which now i'm of... getting emotional thinking Aww, about that because no. that's so touching i but... understand what you're saying it's like everybody's trying to protect each other and like did, did i think my question is like god does anyone love me that much to like save me from the this horrible knowledge oh. like in a way i totally agree with the lie yeah like, I'm like nope lie to me i was right lie to me when she was running down the street i was like good for you girl you get it yeah i would have done the same thing at that point that was really touching i mean especially if it's like it's untreatable like there's no i don't know i don't know as part of me that thinks like i know the shit's i mean she says what's the word for illegal (laughs) yeah what's the word for illegal illegal illegal." (laughs) um and again that's what i love about this movie is that it, it it poses a lot of interesting questions and makes you reconsider your assumptions and yeah fuck if that's not a, a great purpose for a movie you know there were like one or two i mean i do think like the music at the end was a little too on the nose for me uh um, sure. if i'm gonna like at least put a little it reminded me a bit too much in a way of the just like honey thing at the end of lost yeah, in translation it was really similar a very wistful sort of like oh we'll never right. see each other again kind this of energy does have like a indie sensibility to it I, and I also give, i would sooner give credit to this yeah. film this was a really good one yeah it was very understated there was room to feel things oh man it really hit me that relationship between yeah her and billy like I the know. You know, oh man and and she gives her that the the, the money gift, yeah the money she's and, like i'm not married she's that, like even more of a reason you know I was it's like, like fuck the, yeah oh man fuck yeah like i i get why it would hit her so hard yeah. why why this loss is would could could and would be so significant because even i mean her own mother like they can't even you know i mean they're they're having this disconnect because it's well-meaning but there is such a divide in how they should they should walk in the world you know yeah whereas the grandmother is able to convey it's not what you do it's how you do it oh i love that and yeah oh man just the power of that and and being someone who's you know i mean we're all no, all I, of us millennials are feeling wayward in this yeah. fucked up world we're living in no just, and there's man. there's a lot of like the nuclear family in america like it has eliminated a lot of opportunities for us to have intergenerational relationships within our own families or just with friends like yeah. we don't i i long for like a mentor i long for an older person to help me like yeah. get a fucking sense of perspective on you know what and i have my mother you know i mean it's not like i'm totally devoid of that but like yeah there's something really special about that person who's like yeah i remember your dad when he was a little kid he's a shit like you know like like that um you know most of my grand i mean at this point i have no living grandparents so it's like i i have no that's gone you know um and it wasn't as if you know and it's whatever poor me you know but no but but i mean but that that has an effect but yeah i understand that there's certain things that yeah, when I see this, um, and as I understand it, Aquafina in her own personal life had a very similar relationship with her grandmother because I think her mother passed when she was younger, and yeah. her grandmother and her father kind of raised her, and um, so she such related. A good performance. Oh too. no, I mean such a good performance. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I'm glad she got the golden glove. Fucking good for her. Oh yeah, so good. absolutely. And I mean, in it's it's kind of like a universal thing in like a lot of you know asian cultures that like you really respect your elders like yeah. you, you love your grandparents you love everything 
you love for everything they've done for you you appreciate everything yeah and we just we just aren't operating like that here i mean it's you don't need to look too far to see that we don't respect the elderly it's true and Um, and i think that all the more reason why this film like just is very powerful oh yeah and it's messaging and i and and again too why aquafina's performance is you know i mean for if for nothing else Mm -hmm. i strongly recommend anyone listening to watch this for her just yeah. for her because she's well, incredible dramatic she turn. gives such a great grounded performance yeah. just across the board it's no, her, so bittersweet her the, even her comedic moments throughout the film i mean she's so relatable and yeah it's, and it's not in a schlocky sort of like oh my, old, my silly old school family like you know no. it's it's so no, no it's not broad it's, it's so it's yeah. earnest and at the same time there is it, it, she she's not I feel there's She's so many natural. there's so many films that have like a younger protagonist and they're like whether they're they're visiting their roots or whatever you know I think Garden State's like it's such an easy punching bag and I'm sorry to do this but I think of yeah, like punch it's away. like I'm punching away and so you know that's a film where you have a protagonist who's despondent and she's like uh, my fucking weird ass family you know whatever you yeah, know yeah yeah sorry i'm sorry garden state is not a no, bad I, film i, I think th- it actually does get too much shit it is a good are, film and it's it's that's why it gets shit on is because it's i think there's like a trove among like hipsters where it's like you want people to believe you're a cool orphan and that sure, you don't sure, have sure. parents before they even get to china i yeah. felt like the scenes were so so strong Oh, like how many dumplings do you want? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm making six, you know, well, oh, is that going to be enough? Oh, and then, all right. Make, make 12 then, you know, make also, a dozen. And she's like, 10 is enough. Like, yeah, just like, you can't even have a basic ass conversation without just about fucking dumplings. Yeah. Right? And you know, and just I, I love how forth between and she's the like, two oh, the they're conflict. getting married. I thought they just got to know each other. Oh, thinking knocked her up. Like, you know, she has this right. like very like kind of direct way. Again, that direct versus the the concealed. I liked that. I liked when she was very confrontational with the doctor because they both speak oh, English. Oh, I love that. Then, you know, I wrote that scene like, okay, down. So, like, you know about her condition, right? Right. And the doctor is even like, but it's a good lie. And I'm just like, oh man, like, yeah, this is this is a tough little conflict going on. It really on here. is. I mean, um, no, that scene was great. The yeah, yeah, the beginning. That yeah. first dinner when Aquafina gets to china to china yeah oh, is yeah, yeah and you really see that uh <laughs> this grandma in particular is so um she is such a like a beacon of light in this family oh my god yeah. she is such a high energy stupid child splendid <laughs> yeah. and yeah obviously they're all carrying the burden of the grief or that yeah. the uh prolonged grief of carrying this knowledge of her passing but she there is a comedic element to it, but it's also just, she's like literally like, oh, you're not as skinny as other. Yeah. Here, oh, eat this pancake. I yeah, eat yeah. This. Oh, well, you know, I invited everyone I knew. Like it just was yeah. so like, no, and, she was infectious with oh, her and, charisma. And well, I, you know, there was another, I know we keep going on, but I, yeah, this, there was like but a, when she, in that scene, she also like looks at her son's face and it's like, you don't look good. Like he's obviously repressing yeah. all of this stress and emotion and these, grief. These are the moments where I'm like, do you think that she knew and she herself is, is taking on because it's like an she, emotional weight. It's, it's so interesting how there's this reversal in that. Yeah. Because he has to conceal it. He can't let on. And, and her concern is allowed to come through yeah. and be this natural thing. And, and then sending them to that spa. I mean, those, yeah. those like, were those bruises on her back? From oh, the, the cupping. cupping. It looked like cupping. Yeah. yeah. Is that what was going on? That was nuts. Yeah. That was, but I also thought we, uh, there's, you know, in a good movie, <laughs> there's nothing that's not intentional. And, you know, not, I, I know they said something about like pain means it's working, you know, or something yeah. like that. But then they take the time to show her back later. You know? Yeah, and it, maybe it's a little maybe it's a little on the nose but I, there's something about we're trying to show physical and emotional scars here we're trying yeah. to like demonstrate how like the strangeness of this place is leaving I think it's changing it, I, her I, I agree that it could it, 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 it can come off as on the nose but simultaneously I like well. I think it's done well and I think it's a it's uh culturally appropriate i think it's it I mean, it makes sense yeah you know and it's it's one of those things where it's like i'm divorcing myself from all the other stuff i've seen 
lot of people damaging themselves in this you know like the, yes. the smoking and you know oh he yeah. said he quit no he didn't quit. <laughs> yeah, like i the- loved that scene at the uh, uh when they're when they're at and then uh her cousin breaks down yeah and the cousin too although and they're his, trying to take the pictures and, yeah that was yeah. brutal but you know like i because th- uh, he drank too much and yeah you know, he's but too vulnerable there was a moment earlier where he is fighting it at the dinner table and yeah. I and I actually remember just like that moment where, where nobody, even if they see it, they're not gonna acknowledge it. Yeah, it's like and he has to like hold it all together at the fucking dinner table. Like yeah, you have to just keep eating, you know, and like pretending like I don't know. Again, the the this movie's so good at just showing repression. It, it's, yeah, it, and it and like emotion bursting through this attempt to repress it, and, and as a viewer to what a release that simultaneously oh. feels as that happened like i mean oh, wa- myself too watching, I'm, like, I'm just crying right no, now watching like, somebody just, lose their shit that way because oh, like that's what they that i mean i didn't i'm not an actor i never took acting classes but i know enough to know that that's a thing they teach you yeah is that it's if you have to cry your character should try everything they can to not cry people in reality do anything to not show emotion, to not cry, to not lose control. Yeah. We will do, we'll stick a fucking fork in our legs, you know, before we like let it out. No, um, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a choice or it's such an overwhelm. Yeah. I mean, that's like really the, the, the one of two things in, 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 in the moment when like we, when, when those tears really come out, it's like, yeah. You realize you know, like, it's, it's like fighting you, you feel safe or yeah. you're at, at such a point that you're like at such a state of overwhelm that like it's just it's gonna happen yeah you know and no totally yeah it's like the highest stakes possible in this yeah. scenario it's this, rough this this film was was this incredibly bittersweet oh my god yeah incredibly and oh and then too yeah also yeah watching the i keep comparing it to ladybird because it's the closest thing emotionally that i can mm-hmm. uh like easily kind of pinpoint like that that dynamic of familial relation and that mm-hmm. sort of shared push pull the grief and Mm -hmm. like you said too as they're driving away and we we see in the distance the grandmother herself losing it and and that was a that was the big moment where i'm like i I have a really hard time thinking she didn't know know. really really hard time thinking she didn't have somebody because she's holding the thing yeah she looks up and the camera cuts to the family all gathered like they're so intensely staring at her like oh god oh god Yeah, yeah and she's just like nothing's wrong yeah. See, nothing's wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, again, like, th- yeah, one of those reverse shots. I mean, it's one of many of these shots. I sort of referred to it earlier, but like, I don't know if I had to give it a word. It's like these pantheon shots yeah. where it's like, it, it's like a Greek frieze or or a, a big painting or a large scroll or something. I mean, and it, and it every, tells so much. Yeah. Every face intensely transfixed on this moment. And yes. even if it feels... You know, Wes Anderson gets a lot of like, you know, credit for these well arranged sorts no, of shots. No, but you shots, know, I'm glad you actually brought his like, name up because I was sort of yeah. passively thinking of him as I watched this film sure. that there were some certain aesthetic choices that are meant to evoke an emotional They are. Yeah. It, there's like a formality. Like not that everything felt like a wedding photo, but there were many arrangements that were like it's the whole family and yes. they're all And then there were literal There were literal photos. Yes, there were. And I what I like though is that there are a number of those moments. When yeah. you and when you're paying attention to them, I think you could probably log them in the What I like though is unlike a Wes Anderson movie, it, it doesn't the dial doesn't turn too far in that direction. Yeah. It it kinda just just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I thought it was great. This this movie was great. Wonderful. I don't know yeah. what that banquet drinking game was. I, I but apparently it makes you cry, so we're not gonna play it. Yeah, well I <laughs> know. I, I think any amount of inebriation past a certain uh, to, past a certain point you should I have gotten fucking done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've certainly the booze. I have I have yeah, I have drunk to the point of tears. Yeah. Numerous times. <laughs> Numerous times. Numerous I had a I had a, a fun karaoke night with some marks and then after the fact I was crying about how sad I was that Robin Williams had died five oh, years ago. Wow. Well, it's been more than that, I think now actually. Yeah, yeah, but, but at the time I was it like was fresh. Oh, he was wonderful. You know, but yeah. anyway. Any intense joy you feel has to have this other loss component to yes. it. Because loss doesn't exist without the the love part. You know, yes. like otherwise there is no loss felt. So I I yeah. fully agree with that. Yeah, I fully agree I with mean, that. You, you cannot appreciate the good without yeah a, a deep and this film yeah explores that perfectly. Of the bad. 
bring some tissues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I even, you know, I knew the subject I defy matter. You. So I, I defy kind of... you not to get emotional at this one. Yeah, I don't you, care who you are. You're a fucking asshole if you yeah. cry. Fuck you, you. Fucking robot. Fuck you. Fuck who do you. Think you. you are? You never had a family member. You never, you never loved any. What? You know, you know what? On, on a more wholesome note, all the, all the, Aww. the, I mean, like the, 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 the <laughs> like, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut the bit off, but I will say just like, just a shout out to anyone in your life who loves you unconditionally because this is a movie that's going to really hit you hard in that department. And it's totally worth it and you should do it. Don't be a coward. Sorry for all the tears. I did not realize I was going to get emotional doing this. I got emotional watching it. I didn't think it was going to affect me even now, Like, but still. Thanks for listening to A Breath of Fresh Movie. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FreshMoviePod or you can send us an email at abreathoffreshmovie at gmail.com.